Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. A Texas-based magician made a stop in Las Vegas recently to try to fool Magic's legendary duo, Penn & Teller, on national TV. The Fool Us episode aired on The CW last Friday. And guess what? The duo was fooled, and magician Giancarlo Bernini walked away with a trophy. We invited him to our show today. He joins us now. So first of all, Giancarlo, thank you for coming. Congratulations to you. Thank you for having me. It's a pretty big deal, pretty big deal. So um, we know you've been on Fool Us, Fool Us before. When was it? Kind of share the journey, um, the first episode and this most recent one. Sure. So uh, when I was in college, I developed my first big illusion called the time machine mm-hmm. and did it there at, a, at an event on campus. Uh, the producers uh, saw the video, asked me to come on the show, and that kind of kick-started my professional career since that moment. I've been doing magic full-time uh, for the last four years, and then now... Uh, you know, I submitted a new piece and they had me back on the show, which just aired last week. And you got into magic at a young age. Tell us about that. Yeah, so my dad taught me how to do a card trick, uh, which blew my mind, wanted to learn more. So I started asking for magic sets for Christmas, things like that. And then I started volunteering at a local children's cancer clinic, um, which really taught me uh, the impact that these tricks can have beyond just the puzzle of them. So uh, from there, community events and went on to just performing for larger crowds so you mentioned the way you were kind of discovered to get on the show the first time, right? Had you, had you heard of it before? Did you, how did you know? Was this something that you wanted to do? Oh, yeah. I mean, Fool Us was my favorite TV show growing okay. up. When I was in high school, I'd run home to uh, get my homework done so I could watch the new episode. Mm-hmm. Um, always texting my friends, did you see who was on? Like, some of my heroes were on the show trying to fool Penn and Teller, who, you know, are legendary. Yes. And uh, always, like, did you see who fooled them? Like, oh, my gosh, I once thought of driving to Vegas just to try to be in the studio audience. So the idea of being on the show was unreal. Being on the show twice, insane. And of course, bringing home a trophy, like that was beyond my imagination. How did it influence you and your your trajectory after that first appearance? Um, The first time it kind of validated that this is something you can do. Uh, You know, I always had that hesitation of, can I really make a living as a magician, you're right? That's always like a, a weird thing. But for me, it was more about the art form, about creating something um, amazing to put out into the world that people wanted to see. And, and Fools validated that this is something that people did want to see and I could do. Absolutely. So we were kind of showing some of the, one of the episodes here. Um, I, now is this, let's see who we've got here. Um, yeah, so, so this is, we just aired uh, on, on Friday. This is, this the, is the one from Friday, okay. The one from Friday. So tell us about, let's go ahead and get into it. Tell us about this. Uh, illusion. Uh, this is the, I guess, something a mug on a rope. Uh, what, what did you do here? Kind of, what was the, was the goal of this, of this illusion? So this uh, trick was actually a tribute to Penn and Teller, um, mm-hmm. and the goal of the show. So I actually taught the audience how to do a magic trick twice, 
So only these two guys on stage didn't know how the trick was done. You can see me pulling the visors down. Okay. And uh, that way they can't see what's happening, but everybody else can, and they're having a magical moment. And once the audience know how the trick works, then I do something that fools hopefully the whole audience and hopefully kind of teller. Okay, and then ultimately you did that. Uh, you even, I guess, used some, some pen and teller code in this uh, process. Tell us about that a little bit. I'm not familiar with that. Give us the tutorial on it. Sure, so uh, if Penn and Teller figure out the trick, which is the premise of the show, is can they figure out how it works? Um, if they don't figure it out, you fool them, but if you, they do figure it out, they tell you in code how they think it works. So they use uh, magician lingo to kind okay. of let you know that they know, but not ruin the magic for the rest of the audience. Okay, and so we did not, uh we did not ruin the magic, no, for anyone. It was obviously really impressive. People, people loved it. And then this happened. I mean, the, what was it like that moment that you, you actually fooled them? And then you got to walk away with the trophy. Uh, I, I mean, it really does still feel surreal. You know, we, we filmed this a while ago and it just now aired, but it still hasn't fully processed. This is, like I said, my favorite TV show growing up. So I, I, I really just can't say how grateful I am to also everybody who's supported me on this journey to be here. How did you celebrate? Um, we had a big watch party. Oh, uh, let's watch the trick real quick. Let's oh yeah, this is the moment right here, yeah. There you go. Okay, so essentially what you were, people were not, didn't understand how you got that mug off the rope. Right, and it was such a simple, it was a very simple illusion. I didn't want to do anything complicated. It was, there's a mug hanging on the rope, and the mug comes off the rope. How, how did that happen? It was, it was very designed to be like a very simple puzzle, um, but a very effective one. I love it. So for those who have an interest in magic, who would you recommend they start with? How, how should they kind of get their, get their career going or their magic you know, life going? I think we all kind of yeah we all kind of start with a magic set or uh, with a you know card trick uh, and something like mm -hmm. that and I would say once first show it to as many people as possible because you only get good by doing it mm -hmm. and also find other people who are also interested in it because uh, you really get good at magic by bouncing ideas off of other magicians and sharing ideas as much as magic is about secrecy mm -hmm. amongst magicians we we share ideas because that's how we all kind of grow and learn from each other networking a little bit there mm -hmm. uh, we know that you do magic full-time now you travel the nation uh, and you work with churches a lot tell us about how you kind of incorporate faith with magic absolutely so uh, faith is a big part of my personal life and to me um, all art uh, should seek to elevate the soul to something higher, um, and so I need to. I focus on the, on the artistic side of magic, uh, as and and hopefully uh, emphasizing the truth, the beauty, and the goodness in what I'm doing, and hoping that that stirs something in people's souls to kind of seek wonder in their own lives, and and hopefully lead them towards um, towards what I know is God. I will tell you, if you are watching right now at home, you can scan that QR code on your screen right there, and you can, I guess, get the information on maybe where you'll be next. Is that going to kind of take Absolutely. them to your schedule? Absolutely. got my social media okay. and um, just my contact information right there. Okay. Now, we are going to do some illusions, for sure. sure. But before we do, do you have any encouraging words for anybody who wants to get into, you know, the, the field of magic? I know you mentioned kind of how to start, but anything to kind of support them as they go? Yeah, I, I would say really believe in yourself. I think there's so many magicians uh, who want to do it, but there's a lot of self-doubt and a lot of, am I good enough? Can I compete yeah. with other people? Um, and, and, and really, it's, it's believe in yourself. When you go, go out there, put yourself out there, even if you don't think you're ready for it, don't, trust your gut and, and, and just, just show the world what you, what you have to offer. Okay.
Well, so let's go ahead and jump into it. We have two Rubik's Cubes here, yeah? Yeah. So let's, let's do this. And, uh, um, and I brought cubes because a lot of people, um, like on the show, think of magic as a puzzle that needs to be solved. Okay. So um, would you mix up this cube a Absolutely. little bit? Absolutely. And yeah. can you, yeah, hide it's it so that I don't here. see. I'm going to take my cube and I'm going to mix mine behind my back as well. Just for like five seconds, just mix it, mix it pretty well. And uh, whenever you feel pretty satisfied with how you've mixed that cube, uh, you can bring it back out. Okay. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, fantastic. So what we have here is a completely random combination of different uh, colors, different, uh, you know, patterns. Right. Um, and you mixed your cube behind your back. I mixed mine behind my back. Uh, but if you take the two cubes and you ho hold them side by side right there, you might notice something <laughs> interesting about those cubes. It's that those cubes wow. just happen to look exactly the same. Okay. The one you mixed, the one I mixed. And uh, that's, amazing. that's also true about side number two <laughs> and side number three. <laughs> <laughs> and side number four. Oh, wow. All six sides you mixed to match the cube that I mixed. That is amazing. Okay. Um, I didn't even know what I was doing and, back there. Yeah, no. And a lot of people think that, like I said, magic is a puzzle to be solved, but they don't know what puzzle they're trying to solve. Because uh, most people think that a solved cube looks like the same color on all sides. But in my brain, I was trying to get you to go for this exact solution. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I think it's better if an audience just kind of sits back and relaxes, uh -huh. and they just kind of let the magic wash over them. Uh, because when you're not trying to figure it out and you're just kind of watching and enjoying the <laughs> oh, process, man. I think things just kind of flow a little more easily. It, they just sort of come together perfectly. Wow. That's great. Look at this, guys. This is amazing. I love that. I, I, we, maybe we have time for one more. Have time for one more? For Fantastic. So uh, I did bring a deck of cards with me as well. So let's do a card trick. Okay. Got a... Uh, as you can see, a shuffled pack. Okay. Um, I'll have you just say the word stop anywhere you like as we go through the deck. Okay. Stop. That's good. Go ahead and take that card. You got it. Take a good look at it. Okay. And uh, just remember that card. Now, I, I do like some of that mental magic stuff, and I tried to make a prediction earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, first of all, are you happy with that card? Sure. You don't want to change it? Nope. Okay. You could have changed it, but you just chose not to. Sure. Um, and you're going to wonder later what would have happened if you had. Okay. Uh, because you did have that choice. Um, everybody, um, if you go to my Instagram right now, Everybody watching, go to Bernini Magic. That's B-E-R-N-I-N-I -N -I Magic. There's a picture that's posted at the very top row <laughs> that's pinned there of me holding a single playing card. Now, I'm going to bring my phone out so I can okay. show you okay. uh, what picture that is. Okay, you guys, this is something. All right. This is crazy. Oh, man. Here we go. But uh, you guys can also see it. Uh, that right there, there's a picture of me holding a card. That is <laughs> the goodness. nine of spades. Okay. And what card did can you I pick? Hold it up and show people. That is the, the nine, nine of, spades. of spades. And you can see it's there. It's right that there. was posted almost exactly a year ago to this date with the hashtag prediction. Oh my goodness. Are you serious? This is amazing. I come on. This is this is incredible. You have to go see one of these shows. You got to see a good little taste of this. But get that QR code on your screen, check that out right there, and uh, see where Giancarlo is gonna be next. And you can go check it out. Really uh wonderful to meet you and hear about the purpose behind what you do as well and kind of making it really mean something to people and love that so thanks for coming and we wish you here's your card back thank we you. wish you uh the best of success thank you for having all me. all right thank you so much we will be right back this has been a rogue media network production <laughs>